Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, June the 29th, 2022, the day before the last day of June. (laughs) June 29th, Wednesday. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day um, as we uh, head towards this July 4th weekend. And um, we are in Proverbs chapter 17 today as we continue this podcast. summer journey through uh, this uh, book of wisdom, the book of Proverbs. Uh, We're learning a lot, growing a lot, have a lot every day, a lot to think about, ponder, just some uh, powerful words of wisdom from the Word of God. Again, welcome. Hope you guys are all um, encouraged and uplifted and know that you're loved uh, because you are, you are. So a uh, little uh, just logistics for the podcast today. Today, uh, after I finish this podcast, we will be traveling a little bit with the trailer, uh, travel trailer. So my uh, my hope, my hope, uh, remember, my hope is not a promise, but my hope is that there will be a podcast tomorrow. Uh, when we get all set up, I plan to record one for tomorrow and uh, release that. So keep an eye out for Proverbs 18 tomorrow. But if for some reason one doesn't show up, that means I overslept. <laughs> um, but but uh, my hope is, every intention at this point is to do uh, go through uh, Proverbs 18 tomorrow. But, uh, but hey, we have today, don't we? Yes, we do. We have today. All right, Proverbs 17, let's jump right in. And uh, we went a little long yesterday, so I'll try not to make that a habit, guys. Try not to make that a habit because I know you guys are on a schedule. You got things you got to do. I'm trying to squeeze these in in a certain window of time, many of you. So let me uh, let me jump right in. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's do it. Proverbs 17. Better a dry crust with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. That's a common theme in Proverbs, isn't it? This idea of like uh, the value of peace and tranquility and um, in the home. The peace, the the idea of peace, tranquility in the home uh, is is a value that is restated over and over. Better to be, you know, not have a lot financially and have peace in your home than to be, you know, all these things but have the vital peace of love, the vital peace of peace. P-E-A-C-E, missing from your home. So better a dry crust with a with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. That's, that's, for, that's for show. Verse 2, a prudent servant will rule over a disgraceful son and will share the inheritance as one of the family. Wow. Wow. It's just saying someone who, you know, works hard will end up doing better than a someone who's privileged 
right? With someone who just has, you know, the, the son have a, has a privileged set status. Uh, but at the end of the day, they're going to be worse off than the hardworking person. Yeah. Another good word for, uh, for just being faithful and loyal and working hard. Verse 3, a wicked, oh, I'm sorry, that's a good point. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but the heart, but the Lord tests the heart. Mm, I like that one. The crucible for silver, the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. So silver's purified by the crucible, the gold is purified by the furnace, the heart is purified by what? The Lord. <laughs> It's proven. It's proven true. It's it's proven uh, durable. Yeah. So the new living the new living translation says fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but the Lord tests the heart. Verse four: A wicked person listens to deceitful lips; a liar pays attention to a destructive tongue. Wickedness invites more wickedness, right? That's the idea there. Um, wicked, you know. That's the thing, man. Like um, sometimes, if you see if you see a a person has a, uh, does a wicked thing in a certain area of life, you can be fairly sure it's not the only area of life there's wickedness. <laughs> right? It's just a it's just a peek into the window, right? Like if. You know, if there's someone who lies a little bit, just like like you see them in one area, they lie. I can promise you, if they lie in one area, they'll lie in another area. If they cheat in one area, they will cheat in another area. Uh, so it's that idea. Here, this the, the, a wicked person listens to what gossip, deceitful lips. A wrongdoer is eager to listen to gossip, and liars pay special attention. To, to slander. Hmm. Verse 5. Whoever mocks the poor shows contempt for their maker. Wow. Whoever gloats over disaster will not go unpunished. Ooh. Whoever mocks the poor shows contempt for the maker. Whoever gloats over disaster will not go unpunished. That's a that's good for us to remember, man. Like especially that latter part about uh, re rejoicing at the misfortune of other people. And we got to be cautious, even and especially maybe somebody you don't necessarily like. Maybe it's a government official or someone you're not a big fan of. Be be careful about gloating over the disaster of someone else, um, because it, usually that's that's rooted in pride and arrogance and hubris. And usually precedes a fall. I know I got to remind myself, man. Hey, 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 hey. Don't be gloating over someone else's destruction. Don't be gloating over someone else's pain. Don't be gloating over someone else's misfortune. It could just as easily be you. Verse, verse 6. Children's children, that is grandchildren, right? Grandchildren are a crown to the aged. And parents are the pride of their children. That's, that's that's nice. It's <laughs> a nice uh, family verse there, right? Children, grandchildren are a crown to the aged, and parents are a pride of their children. Yeah. Isn't that the truth, man? Parents love to talk about their kids, especially when they're little. 
you know, parents love to talk about their kids when they're little. Hey, look at little Johnny. Look at this picture of Johnny. Look at look, look, look. And grandkids. And you know what? Grandparents, we love to talk about our grandkids. Yeah. I'm still waiting on that. No grandkids yet. But I'm I'm going to be excited about that. I'm ready. Because I ain't got to raise them. So I'm excited. <laughs> Verse 7. Eloquent lips are unsuited to a godless fool. How much worse lying lips to a ruler. Wow. Wow. Eloquent words ain't fit for a fool. But even less are lying is are lies fitting for a ruler. Hmm. You think about it, you know, ruling, you know, we should tell the truth. That's basically a car man. Some rulers, some rulers and rulers and leaders in our world could learn from that, right? Lies are not fitting for a ruler. Hmm. Verse eight: A bribe is seen as a charm by the one who gives it, but they, but there's no but there. A bribe is seen as a charm by the one who gives it. They think success will come at every turn. You know that feeling like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know, you know that feeling, you know, thinking a bribe is a lucky charm. <laughs> That's what New Living Translation says. Oh, yeah, if I do this for so-and-so, if I do this, then I'm going to get this. And you get this feeling of like you've made progress. But uh, maybe, you know, who knows? may not work out. They think success will come at every turn. That's what they think. <laughs> I like the way NIV says that. They think success will come at every turn. Give a bribe, think, oh, yeah, yeah, so take care of that. Well, maybe not. Not if you're not qualified. Not if you're the best person for the job. You know, not because, you know, can't, you, can't, uh, you can't bribe your teacher and get your kid to get an A. Kid may not deserve an A. Can't bribe the coach and get your coach, get your, uh, your, your, your kid to play uh, first string, he may not be good enough to play first string. Doesn't always work that way. Verse 9, whoever would foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. Wow. Hmm. So when, a, when there's an offense, love can actually can be it, can bring it together. Um. But dwelling on it, just keep repeating it over and over, actually can divide people. Right? Maybe, maybe that's something for you today. Maybe there's a situation where you got a choice. You can, you can uh, administer love to that situation, which covers over the offense, or you can keep repeating it, keep mulling it over, keep you know, rehearsing it time and time again, and what's going to happen is going to push people apart. Verse 10. A rebuke impresses a discerning person more than a hundred lashes a fool. <laughs> wow. You could beat a fool, he still ain't going to get it. But a rebuke, the discerning person, this shows, this shows the difference, right? Uh, hard-headed, a fool is hard-headed. They're just hard-headed. Even lashes, even a beating is not going to wake them up. It isn't even going to get them to pay attention. But uh, by contrast, discerning, Actually, re are impressed by a good rebuke. 
a good correction. Like, oh, wow. The NLT, New Living Translation, says a single rebuke does more for a person of understanding than a hundred lashes on the back of a fool. Again, it goes back to the idea of the difference between a, a, uh, someone who's foolish and someone who's wise is the way they handle rebuke and correction. Verse 11, evil doers foster rebellion against God. The messenger of death will be sent against them. Evil people who are looking for violence, they will get. They will be. They will be the. Uh, they will be overcome by violence. Verse twelve: Better to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than a fool bent on folly. Wow! <laughs> you think about a bear and how ferocious and you know dangerous a bear is that has been robbed of her cubs. It's better to meet that than a fool bent on folly. A fool just determined to be foolish. Better to meet a bear been robbed of her cubs than a fool bent on folly. That's one to remember right there. Proverbs 17, 12. Better to meet a bear robbed, robbed of her cubs than, than a fool bent on folly. Sometimes you see someone acting foolish and they're just hell-bent on doing foolish things. Sometimes you just got, you got to get away from them. What do you do with a bear that's upset? You get away. You get away. You don't try to talk to them. You don't try to reason with them. What do you do? You get away. Get away from it. Proverbs 13, 17, 13. If you repay good with evil, evil will never leave your house. Wow. If you repay good with evil, evil will never leave your house. Wow. Don't repay Someone does something good, man, don't repay it with evil. Verse 14, starting a quarrel is like breaching a dam. So drop the matter before the dispute breaks out. Wow. You know that. Once a, you know, a little quarrel starts, little first, first little, little trickle here, trickle, trickle, and then it becomes a gushing, you know, the dam breaks, and it's like, whoa. Way more than anybody wanted to deal with. So stop the matter. Before it breaks out, sometimes we just some wisdom, right? I mean, it's not worth opening the floodgate. Stop it before it starts, right? Yeah. Verse fifteen: Acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent, the Lord detests them both. Wow. <laughs> God of justice, letting the guilty go free without punishment. And, and condemning the innocent, the Lord detests both of them. Justice. Verse 16. Why should fools have money in hand to buy wisdom when they are not able to understand it? I don't know. Good question. The uh, NLT says, It is senseless to pay to educate a fool since he has no heart for learning. Mm. Oh, ain't that the truth? How many people going to college? They ain't trying to learn something. They just trying to party. <laughs> every freshman, every freshman that enrolled in college, <laughs> ain't worried about education. They just, want, they just want to party. It is senseless to pay to educate a fool since he has no heart for learning. Man, there's a lot. There's some, you know, I think there's something there about government-funded education, man. Particularly, like talk about college and you know the government paying for college. Look, you can, 
be careful. Be careful. I'm not, I'm all for giving people a chance who have a desire to learn and, you know, maybe help them to get over the hump so that they can get an education. But look, if you just throw money just willy nilly at everyone, you're going to be sending, spending the money a lot to, 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 uh, uh, some fools. Cause it's senseless to pay for, to educate a fool since he has no heart for learning. If the heart for learning isn't there, then you're wasting your money. Or you're wasting other people's money. <laughs> In the case of the government, you're wasting, you're wasting the citizens' money. Uh, verse 17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Man, I love that. How do you tell you how can you, how can you tell you got a brother? You got a brother when there's adversity and he's right there with you. How do you know you got a sister when you got it when you're going through trouble and she's right there? A friend loves at all times, but a brother, steeper, is born for adversity. Hmm. Verse 18. One who has no sense shakes hands in pledge and puts up security for a neighbor. Hmm. Again, it's foolish to to uh to co-sign for someone. It's foolish. Uh, one who has no sense. Verse 18, and in the New Living Translation says, it's poor judgment to guarantee another person's debt or to put up security for a friend. Yeah. And don't borrow, don't loan, don't loan money. Either give it, either give it or don't do it. But that creates a weird deal when you put up security for someone you don't know. And you, I mean, sometimes you have couples, people that do that, couples that sign up for houses. They aren't married, but they buy houses together. Man, that's so dangerous. So dangerous. It's foolish. Don't do that for someone else. Um, verse 19. Whoever loves a quarrel loves sin. But whoever builds a high gate invites destruction. Hmm. So someone who loves the quarrel because they love sin. You ever find people like that? They just love the fight, love to just pick at people, love to love the controversy. They love sin. Anyone who loves the quarrel loves a sin. Anyone who trusts in high walls invites disaster. You think you think you're you think you're invincible. You're going to build up all your defenses, spend your time worried, you know, building your case. You're inviting disaster. Verse 20, one whose heart is corrupt does not prosper. One whose tongue is perverse falls into trouble. I have a pure heart, man. You, oh, you may, you may get money, you may get things around, but at the end of the day, you won't prosper. You say, wait a minute, what person who's, I know a lot of people, corrupt people who make money, and yeah, they're not prospering now. They won't, ultimately, they will not prosper. The one whose heart is corrupt does not prosper. It will catch up to them sooner or later. One whose tongue is perverse is going to fall into trouble. They're going to eventually fall into trouble <laughs> when they're, if they have a perverse tongue. Verse 21, to have a fool for a child brings grief. There's no joy for the parent of a godless fool. That's just facts. <laughs> to have a fool for a child brings grief. There's no joy for the parent of a godless fool. I mean, it's really about parenting, right? We need to raise our children to be wise. Help our children to discover wisdom. 
And so that means understanding the consequences of decision. That means the, the, the benefits of making wise decisions, the, uh, the, the importance of the tongue and what you say, uh, the importance of how you handle conflict and how you treat others. All of those things help our children um, be raised with wisdom. We want wise children, not fools. Verse 22, a cheerful heart is good medicine. But a crushed spirit dries up the bones. That's true, man. 1722, that's a good one to remember. A cheerful heart is good medicine. A broken spirit snaps a person, saps a person's strength. It's true. When, you're, when, you're, when you have a broken spirit, someone says something that breaks your spirit, man, your energy's gone. But someone says a kind word, man, you have energy. You have motivation. You get a compliment. Man, give out some good medicine today, y'all. Go out into this world and give out some good medicine, some good medicine of kindness and goodness. Cheer up a human heart. When you cheer up someone's heart, man, it'll make them feel better. A cheerful heart is good medicine. Yes, verse 23. The wicked accept bribes in secret to pervert the court of, court of justice. Hmm. The course of judge, justice, I'm sorry. The wicked accept bribes in secret to pervert the course of, ju of justice. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Do it in secret. They know it's not right. Jerks. <laughs> Verse 24. A discerning person keeps wisdom in view, but a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. Right? Sensible people. Uh, discerning people, we want we we always want to look out for wisdom. That's kind of what we're doing this readings, right? We want to catch up. We want to keep our eyes out for wisdom, things we haven't seen before, insight that we we've never gained before. Sensible people keep their eyes glued on wisdom, but a fool's eyes they just wander, they ain't looking for none, <laughs> just wandering to the ends of the earth. Verse twenty five. We got like four more guys. Verse twenty five. A foolish son brings grief to his father and bitterness to the mother who bore him. We've read ones like that before. Yeah. Painful to have someone in your life that's foolish. Child, loved one, brings grief. It's like, man, don't they see what they're doing? Don't you, they see the, the, uh, the impact they're having on others, the relationships they're blowing up? Don't they see the foolish financial decisions they're making, that these things will catch up with them eventually? Yeah. We all see that, man. The foolish son brings grief to a father, bitterness to the mother who bore him. Verse 26, if imposing a fine on the innocent is not good, surely to flog honest officials is not right. Right. It's wrong to punish the godly for being good and to flog leaders for being honest. <laughs> you know, sometimes in leadership, you got to give the give 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 the good news. Sometimes you got to give the bad news. It's part of leadership, part of uh, uh, being a leader, uh, and it's kind of giving a word to here to us as followers is that hey, don't flog a leader just for telling you the truth, just even though it's bad news. You know, sometimes that's our that's a problem with our you know. Our government officials, it's not a problem with them sometimes, it's a problem with us. We don't want them to tell us any bad news. We only want them to tell us what we want to hear. 
And if they tell us what we don't want to hear, then we flog them. That's a good lesson for us. Don't don't flog a leader who just tells you the truth. <laughs> That's it's it's wrong to punish the godly for being good or to flog leaders for being honest. So if a leader's being good by telling you the truth, it's wrong to punish them. Thank them for telling you the truth. Again, wisdom and folly. Thank you. Thank you for telling us the truth. We didn't want to hear it. We don't like to hear it. We wish it were different, but thank you for telling us the truth. You know, over the a time, over over the years, I'm thankful we're not in that place now, but there's been times as, as, a, as a pastor, I've had to tell a congregation, hey, we, things are really tight right now financially. We're going to have to cut this. We're going to have to cut this. In some cases, we've had, we've got, we have to cut hours or even cut positions. Um, it's not fun. I mean, it's much easier to add positions and, and increase budgets than to decrease budgets and to cut people in hours. <laughs> no one wants that job. <laughs> no one wants to be in that position. But, you know, sometimes that's part of, you know, just being honest. I just think this is where we are, guys. This is to be wise stewards. We've got to make tough decisions here. And so, you know, I'm thankful for people who've understood that. They've understood that, man, it's, I know it's not hard. I know you don't want to do it. I know you'd rather not do it, but we get it. We get it. We live in the same world you do. We see the budget. We see the numbers. We see how things are. We understand. I'm so thankful, you know, right now we're in a season of, of harvest and things are what good and you know it's it's there's a lot of fruit and fruitfulness but uh, man it's a it's a blessing to have people who understand when you have to deliver uh bad news yeah where are we at verse 27 two more two more a truly wise person uses few words a person with understanding is even tempered that's a good word for us. It's a good word for me. I need to be more even-tempered sometimes. A truly wise person uses few words. The New International Version says, the one who has knowledge uses words with restraint. And whoever has understanding is even-tempered. Yeah, just being cautious with your words, not having to talk all the time, not having to fill every empty space with a bunch of words. A truly wise person Figure out ways to use fewer words and get the same thing across. <laughs> Unlike yesterday when we went 40 minutes for the podcast. <laughs> oh, my bad. Verse 28. Here's the last one, guys. You know what? I'm going to give you a little few of those minutes back today, maybe. Give you a few, minutes, few of those minutes back that I took from you yesterday. Even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. <laughs> you know, that is a great word of wisdom. Even fools are thought wise if they keep, when they keep silent. When their mouths are shut, they seem intelligent. Yeah, if you don't know, just keep your mouth closed and shake your head. Say, yeah, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard someone say, if I'm in a conversation with you and I say, that's crazy, more than uh, once, that means I'm not interested in what you're talking about anymore. <laughs> you ever been with someone, you never, you're in a conversation, oh, that's crazy. And they keep talking, wow, that's crazy. They keep talking. Wow, that's crazy. Like if, if they say that it's crazy more than twice, they're not interested anymore in what you're saying. <laughs> even a fool is thought wise when they keep silent. When their mouths are shut, even they seem intelligent, right? So you, when no one knows you're a fool until you open up your mouth. 
So if you don't know what you're talking about, just keep quiet. And I'll be like, oh, man, they're so, man Terry's so wise. And I said, just because he didn't say anything. <laughs> he just seems so wise. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that's the end of chapter 17. I hope you guys uh, have gleaned something from the Word of God, a little takeaway for the day, some wisdom to help you navigate maybe a decision, a situation. If nothing else, you can put it in your store, your, your, you know, put it in that, uh, in that spiritual bank account and be ready to with, you know, draw it when you need it, right? Just to have it there. But such good stuff. All right, you guys, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for uh, the opportunity to read your word together. Thank you for my friends and their desire to learn and grow and to grow close to you and to be people of wisdom. God, we, uh, we pray that uh, we would be those who, um, who never uh, gloat over someone else's heartache or failure, who is always honest and celebrates uh, those who tell us the truth. Lord, I pray for cheerful hearts. I pray that each and every heart at the sound of my voice is cheerful that they know they're loved and they know that they are appreciated, know that they matter. Lord, may their hearts be filled with cheer because a cheerful heart is good medicine. So, Lord, may you encourage and strengthen each and every heart today. May you bring a smile to every person's face um, as they think about your goodness and your kindness and your graciousness. Lord, we love you. We give you thanks today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, friends. Hey, thank you for being a friend. Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. You know, we started this podcast during a time of adversity, right in the middle of 2020 when there was a lot of fear, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of worry about COVID. And uh, we came together. We started praying. We started spending some time together. And you know what? A brother, a sister is born for adversity. That's what makes us such a special community because it was born out of adversity and God was right in the middle of it. All right, you guys, have a great day. Have a great um, Wednesday. Hope to see you again tomorrow. Plan to be there. If not, then you'll know I overslept. But you guys have a great day. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.